All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. With podcast, you get to keep up with the culture. With this up there podcast, you get more. When you introduce someone into that side of things, right? As a man, that means me and my woman has had a conversation in which I've had to lay out the the, the harsh reality. You understand me? I've had to lay out the harsh reality, but I've also had to explain to her that the feeling that we get when we is having intercourse doesn't supersede the feeling I get waking up next to you. You know, um, so it takes a certain kind of nigga to explain that, but it also takes a certain kind of woman to accept that. I say that it, it takes a certain kind of nigga to explain that, but it also takes a certain kind of woman to accept that, to accept the fact that I love this dude. 
to another episode of his up there podcast with your boy Luna Luciano. I am your active and attractive host for another episode of the fastest growing podcast on the market right now. Um, if you are just now getting tuned in to what it is we do on this side of the street, I'm going to need you to stop right now. Um, go over to FOGFO TV on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Anywhere you find podcasts, hit subscribe, share. Everything I got going on is very, very important uh, that you do so as we're on our way up, working our way through the very tall grass and the red tape that's, that this industry has uh, in regards to just, you know, trying to pivot into the marketplace. Um, but it's it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Um, but I do want to say thank you for watching. Welcome. Um Again, let me reiterate, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, I need you to head over to FOGFO TV if you want to see the video version. And if you're li looking at the video version and you maybe got to work or go work out or something and you can't view the video, you can find my podcast. Excuse me. Anywhere you get podcasts, just type in it's up there podcast um, with Looney and, and I'll pop up. Um, a lot to talk about, a lot to get to, um, a lot that, that I want to kind of touch on in regards to the game, the culture, the lifestyle. Um, let's see where we want to start. Um, let's see where we want to start here. You know, I always start the podcast just kind of giving y'all insight and giving you a little game about the industry of podcasting, the uh, atmosphere, the landscape, the marketplace as a whole. Um, and I think my message is getting out, my word is getting out that I'm asking that they pour into, you know, that they melt it down and pour, pour they, they melt it down and pour it all on, on this game, you know, um, let let us know how to get in. Let us know how to pivot. Let us know how to do what you guys couldn't do um, without the help of, of of those big companies that you're you know in in bed with. Um, a couple of things that struck me over the last couple of weeks, man, that I've paid close attention to. One of those being just the way that just just the way that we as a culture. Um, will get on Clubhouse and talk for free. But it's so hard for any young podcaster to get an interview or, you know, kind of share the stage with some of those people that get on Clubhouse and 
they do this just for nothing, you know. Um, I, sometimes I wonder and I think, I say, man, is it is it a situation where they really are trying to muzzle each other? Like in the black community, are they trying to put us, not they, are we putting ourselves in a position where we don't understand that the more of us that, that, that deserve a shot should get a shot, you know? But it gets slippery with that because you say, well, who who says who deserves it? You know what I'm saying? Like I see, and I'm going to just start here. You know, I see Joe Budden um, just just acquired another girl podcast. A girl, I guess. I love the podcast. I like this one better than the other one. But what I'm learning about social media, um, as I did a case study, really started on Instagram. Um, just kind of paying attention, like, you know, as I tell y'all, academics, you know, say cheese, some of these people have built their platforms for certain things, right? The unique thing about this, uh, space is let's say I build my platform off basketball. Although we want to apply the rules of like a real network, like a TV network to it, if I built my platform off basketball and then six months later I kind of sprinkle football in there or soccer in there, the people not there for that. The people not there for that. So what I think needs to happen for someone like Joe Budden that's trying to acquire these women podcasts, which it says something to me. I'm not sure what yet, but it says something to me that you don't have another guy podcast, whether that's even just a park solo about music or a Rory and Maul chopping it up 30 minutes a week, like I told y'all six months ago, right? But when when these people come to your show and, and, and they are there for the Joe Button podcast, I'm not sure that these other podcasts are getting a real shot at even capitalizing off of the 900,000 subscribers or even getting the engagement. You know, it seems like when they see that um, Joe's not there, that they're not really engaging with it. And I know you can't, your case study can't just be for YouTube, but the bigger picture of that is, I'm paying attention to all of that. You know, I'm paying attention to all that. So I'm saying, damn, man. Uh, Joe Budner dropped his podcast, and within 12 minutes, he'll have five, 6,000 hits. The girls will drop their podcast, and five hours later, it might be 4,000, 2,000 hits, shit like that. So what I'm saying is maybe you need to start a spinoff page. Um Maybe that needs to be the Joe Button podcast page, and then you need to have a Joe Button network page and do your best at, you know, funneling some content over there to try to build that page up where people are there for all different things, not just for the Joe Button podcast. I think he's feeling the effects of not being able to capitalize off of um, what it is that he's trying to accomplish. You know, great idea. But his star power is needed, you know, to even captivate that audience on the YouTube side. Now, I'm not sure what he's doing on audio because we know Horrible Decisions um, does well, you know, audio, but not so much on video. 
really unique situation that Mandy assigned to all of these different places. I would love to have a conversation with her just about, man, I mean, how was it? How how do you feel in between the Joe Buttons and the Charlemagnes and the the Black Effects and the Joe Button Networks? Because we're seeing Joe Button trying to do something that, of course, we hope and wish that it works for him. Um, but analyzing it and looking at it from a standpoint of being in this business is like, hey, man, I'm not sure this is panning out the way that you may be expecting it to pan out, which is, you know, um, which is a thing that I think deserves a second look. Um, you know, and, and I, and, you know, we all hope that it works not only for his sake, for my sake, for everybody's sake that's in the game doing this what we doing is podcasting and getting in front of a camera and having conversations with others and doing those type of things. I just think it's a beautiful thing to see. Um, let's see, man. Also, we got um, in the news this week, of course, if you haven't been under a rock, you've seen where T.I. and Tiny ended up in a lot of uh, the cycle of the the, the, the the Instagram cycle. Well, that name was brought up about some sex trafficking and doing Molly and drugs and all these different things. You know, when the story first came out, for those of you that know who I am, uh, and really follow me. You know my affiliation with the Grand Hustle Camp and Young Dro and all that back in the day. Funny to see Young Dro so silent. You know, as all these things are transpiring. Um, just kind of staying out the way of it. I think it's a good thing for him to do. But if anybody would know something, I think it will be him. Um, also, uh, as this story was coming out, you know, I... I went through a, a, a several different thought patterns. You know, I went through several different ways I looked at it and ways I examined it and said, damn, man. Uh, and I want to advance the conversation and not just get stuck on um, T.I. and Tiny. But I say, man, if you've been together for a while, see, that's why, that's where it starts with me. And before I, you know, get in all that, I do want to say, man, my heart goes out to any woman that's been victimized by sex trafficking and raped or whatever the case may be. So in no way, shape, form or fashion do I need anyone to take what I'm saying as any slight or as any um, anything, you know, that could be detrimental to the um, outlook of the victims in any sort of way. Um, my job as a podcast and as a media journalist is to uh, take the information that's presented to the public and analyze it for those that follow me and come to me for information. So by by no means am I, am I undermining uh, anything that anyone uh, has encountered on their journey. Um, and I believe rape is a terrible thing. So I want to say that first. But when you when you've been together, some of you guys are, are with your fiancés and girlfriends, and you've been with her for one year, and 
she can't spice it up for you. You know, she's not doing things to keep you interested or keep you locked in. You know, so many relationships we see go get, get you know, go for a certain amount of time and then they fall off. Uh, number one, I think people are not growing with each other, which is a very, very, very important attribute um, when dealing with the opposite sex and trying to stay together for a while. What else I think is um, is important attribute is understanding the best thing to have. One of my biggest traits, one of my biggest attributes, one of the things that I like, I tend to lead with is my ability to create an understanding. Um, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and I'm sexually unhappy, they're going to know that. Therefore, I wouldn't consider that cheating um, if we have made a decision to stay with each other, although that's the circumstances that we're placed with, um, I would be uh, upfront about uh, my eagerness to 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 quench whatever thirst that is that I have in regards to my sexual life and the activities that I would like to pursue. Right. So when I look at someone that like T.I. and Tiny and they've been together for so long and again, advancing the conversation, not so much on them, but just on the situation in whole. Um, you don't you don't be together that long. And. How can I put this? You either gotta cook you you either gotta do this real slow, right, to where you can, you know, every two or three years break out a new move on a nigga ass. But most times when we like each other, we, we do shit and we burn out. You know, we give you all we got and we burn out. You know, um I hit you with every stroke I got and I'm burnt out. I don't got no more, you know, uh tricks up my sleeve. So to say, so, you know, now that that stroke that once had you in a position of, you know, feeling good and putting you down, now that's normal. Now that become normal. When things become normal, they become easy to overlook. Um, You know, some people are in relationships where they're doing things and they've helped people and they've done things that nobody else would do for a person. But they kept doing it, and they kept doing it, helping them and helping them and being there for them and upgrading them and updating them and giving them game to the point that's how they know. So they don't really understand. See, one thing about us, we don't understand how to appreciate something that's readily available to us. That's why we cry so hard at deaths. That's why we, you know, pitch and moan at funerals because we don't necessarily appreciate things when they're right in front of our face, when we can grab it and it's tangible and we can hold on to it and move forward with understanding that, hey, man, this is a blessing to be in this situation. You know, and that's part of staying grounded. And I pray God always keep it on me to try to stay in some sort of, you know, uh, place where I can stay grounded and keep my foot on solid ground and understand, bruh. You ain't hustling no more and you doing good. 
You ain't asking nobody for nothing. You steady doing this, and God done blessed you to put you here, and you, you in rooms with these people, and they're saying your 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 projections is this. Once you get the right amount of that, you know, and that's one thing that we tend to not do. But back back to the topic at hand, you know. But we we tend not to um. We tend not to appreciate the same things that's become readily available to us, men, women. This just a human thing. It's a human trait. Um, so when you together that long, right, and 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 now you in a situation where she trying to do a thug thizzle, but Bay ain't learned no new moves or nothing. You know she didn't got comfortable. You know she might not be in the same place mentally where she's even. Um, searching for any uh for any new ways because she feel like well look I look what I got off what I'm doing. Why change that, right? But she don't understand. On the other side, there's a dude saying, "Man, this shit ain't doing what it's supposed to be doing." Or on the other side, is there's a woman saying, "Man, he's still doing that. That ain't getting me where I need to go." Now. In these type of situations where you see people introduce other people to their bedroom, those of you that know me and my um, history and background, I was doing those type of things when it wasn't cool to do. And when I say when it wasn't cool, not that you're doing anything wrong, but it wasn't something that was, you know, on your TVs and your movies and your rappers wasn't talking like this. You understand? So... Anyway, when you introduce someone into that side of things, right, as a man, that means me and my woman has had a conversation in which I've had to lay out the the, the harsh reality. You understand me? I've had to lay out the harsh reality, but I've also had to explain to her that the feeling that we get when we is having intercourse doesn't supersede the feeling I get waking up next to you. You know, um, so it takes a certain kind of nigga to explain that, but it also takes a certain kind of woman to accept that. I say that it, it takes a certain kind of nigga to explain that, but it also takes a certain kind of woman to accept that, to accept the fact that I love this dude for whatever reason. We, we, for whatever reason, I'm going to say we. But a lot of times it comes from the man's side. So for whatever reason, we wanna, he wanna introduce somebody else into the, to the situation, and we are gonna turn up and have fun, and that's for him. I'ma do that. You know, most women get caught in that place where what I got to lose is more important, and is and is more has more gravity than what I got to gain. You know what I'm saying? So I hear sometimes women tell other women, girl, I wouldn't do that and you need to get your freedom back. And ain't no way, no this or that and this or that and this and that. And I wouldn't let nobody woo the wham. But you always got to remember, ain't nothing in this world more motherfucking better than having to understand. Understand where this person is speaking from. That's why I always tell women, 
you really can't men and women you really can't get relationship advice because advice has to come from one or two places either somebody explain understand things in totality which is hard to do without the details there i'm explaining to you my relationship from my standpoint you understand me? Now, I think that's 100%, but there's always things that I don't see that I do because, again, I just spoke about things being normal. And it's easy to overlook things that's normal, right? So when I'm coming to you and I'm explaining to you what's going on in my relationship, number one, what if your level ain't even the level that I'm on? What if you got a nigga that ain't never, ever, ever done this, that, and the third for you, so you don't even know what it's like to have somebody do things for you that people in your family wouldn't do, that people that you believed in all your life wouldn't do. But I met some dude, some stranger, and then, you know, we get locked in, and he just happened to be a real nigga. But these kind of things happen when I deal with him. Sometimes he'll do this. I can't, I can't expect you to understand... You know, the level of individual that God has blessed me with. And that can go for male or female. That's why, listen, people call me for advice. I don't call nobody for advice. Nobody I don't call for advice. Because I understand I ain't, I, you know, in this life, sometimes they ain't, they ain't even made the words. The words ain't even been they ain't even been found yet to explain some of the feelings that you have when you're in these type of situations, you know, when you're in these relationships. So, again, he's had to come to her and explain to her, look, man, you know, I love you. You dig what I'm saying? I'm talking about I love you like a fat kid love Kate. You dig what I'm saying? But what we got to do is make sure that I don't want to hurt you, right? So I don't want to cheat on you. Look, I just spoke about why a lot of dudes pay for pussy. They don't pay because he, uh, he a trick. He a simp. He paying for pussy. A lot of niggas ain't paying for that. A lot of niggas is paying because they in a relationship and they don't want you to hurt their old lady. So I'm paying for the secret of it. I'm paying for the discreet behavior. You understand me? Not because you thinking I'm a trick or you thinking I'm a net. Most of these dudes is tricks now. I want to be clear with that. Because I ain't doing no caping and all that for nobody. But I'm telling you the harsh reality of situations. You understand me? So understand what type level a nigga got to be on to come and say, you know what, baby girl, man, look, I love you, man. But with that sex thing, man, I got to turn it up or not. You know, let's go get, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let you pick them. I ain't going to have nothing to do with picking them just so you won't even be on no whatever. I'm going to let you orchestrate the whole thing because I know how women get when they get, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, you 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 handle all that. You understand me? And um, and her on the other side to be like, do I want to lose dude or is it worth that? Do I consent, like not consent in a way where, because for me to come in, there has to be some level of consent. But I'm saying, am I losing myself doing this with him? Or is this something I enjoy doing myself? Now, sometimes you get lucky. You were thinking the same thing. But there is situations where because you don't want to lose the, the individual, you should bend a little bit. 
You understand me? Your shit, goddammit, go to, you go to kind of modify, modify, you know, modify, adjust, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know if, I don't know what, what can cause that, and maybe I'll get into that some other point, but just, I, I need y'all to understand those kind of conversations have to happen for, for, that's before we get to any type of accusations about, you know, sex or, or doing drugs or doing this when you come in and this or that. So there's also a thing where when dudes do this, see, you got to understand, see, that's why I say a lot of people don't put it in perspective. You got to understand that me as a celebrity, me as a celebrity with a wife that I've maybe had to let know that our sex life ain't doing enough for me. So I'm going to have to examine other opportunities, not to lose you, but to include you as much as I can. Right. So it won't be a situation where we where you feel like anything, because, again, the, the sex don't supersede the relationship. It's like, yo, I, I fuck with you on another level. Then we rich. We got what? Twenty five. 25 properties in each other name, 100 cars, 8 boats, 6 businesses, and 10 goddamn, you know what I mean, kids or whatever. And so, you know, we want to try to work around, you know, work around that little sex shit, you know what I mean? And so um, I can understand on some level, right? Being a man and being in, let's just say me and my old lady got an understanding that we having a threesome. Again, that conversation I, I imagine to be very, for an undeveloped mind, right? To be very, you know, hurtful a little bit. To, why will you need somebody else? Because some women take that approach. Now, you got a lot of others that... I'm with that. It's just sex, but I'm telling you, some people will take the approach and understand that I'm. Am I not doing enough? Am I not being enough? Right. So it, it puts you in a situation to face that. Um, and then on top of that, as the act is going on, you got to make sure that you're still catering to those little insecurities that may be present. You know what I'm saying? From a standpoint of look, this is just this. You know what I'm saying? This don't this don't affect us. This is just tonight is just this, right? So when when they say stuff like they wouldn't let me in if I didn't take a line or take some Molly, I'm thinking to myself, all right, Loon, you back here with your girl. She got maybe a little insecurity about these situations that's happening. You even wanting to have a threesome. Now, what you can't do is make her feel like that these girls have access to you and y'all just chilling and relaxing and kicking back, right? So there's a atmosphere there that needs to be set. Do I think that it needs to be that one? I'm going to say no, but I'm going to say we just examining the situation, right? Or what could be a situation like that, right? So when you come in here, not because I'm mean or because I, I need for beloved to understand that this is just this. You know, ain't gonna, it ain't too much, uh, j you know, especially if she see, 
And all I'm telling you is dealing with the, not the woman that's with it. A lot of people might be watching this, this that that knows them kind of them kind. The one that's kind of doing it because it's what her man want to do. Um, the one that's kind of doing it because she don't want to lose the man overall to this kind of shit. Because niggas will stay gone. Niggas will be gone half the year fucking with this kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? And come home and he don't want you to do nothing but get him some water and cut his orange up in little bitty pieces for him. You know what I'm saying? He done took that responsibility completely out of your hands. You know what I'm saying? And um, sometimes people fall victim to that. But speeding it up, I do. I can see a situation where, hey, man, you got to take this or... I, I've seen I've seen things like that allegedly be at the forefront of those kind of situations because of the atmosphere need to be y'all ain't in here to kick it with my husband and just fuck with my husband and just lay up under him and talk and laugh and and, and get to hear all the good game he put down and be infatuated with how he talking all that that ain't what we here for we here to turn it up if y'all don't want to turn it up then y'all can go. But we here to turn it up, and 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 because of how I feel about him and the situation that I may not be doing it one hundred percent because I want to, you can't just come in here and chill. So if you come past, you know they let you in here, you got to do this or that to even get back here, cause we got to know it's real. You see what I'm saying? Some sort of understanding now to even know it's a thing. Um, and I just think, man, that that's a the whole scenario in in a, in a, in a, in, a, in a hole is a hell of a thing. You know what I'm saying? Now, you having sex, you doing all of these things, you know, depending on that woman, it can be some jealousy there. Man, you hitting her, man. You better not kiss her, this and that. I've seen a lot of threesomes where people say he can't eat you. He, I mean, you know, he can't eat your pool nanny. He can't do this. He can't do that. They try to set some sort of boundaries because they don't want to, hey, man. You ever seen a motherfucker go too far in the lake and they gone? I mean, the the ocean. Damn, he done went too far, man. Nick can't save him. You know what I'm saying? Them them kind of situations where, because they playing a dangerous game. Especially in our community where they feel like all that has him here is my sex. All I got to do is give him a little sex. When you ain't understanding that you got to cook for him, care for him, pray for him encourage them and vice versa when you ain't understanding those things and you and you minimize this thing all the way down to six boy having a threesome got to be the scariest motherfucking thing you ever thought about because all i can give them is this or all, all i can give her is this so what, what you mean to tell me i finna let somebody else give her that and then you know what i'm saying so again he too far in the ocean and he gone. So so sometimes, you know, you deal you you just deal with that, man. You know what I'm saying? You deal with that. Um now, with all of that being said, the woman that is on their case got a lengthy uh criminal history dealing with them and other people. You know, I think she was uh allegedly let me read it because I don't want to be sued. Or nobody saying anything, you know, about what I'm saying, like it ain't ain't the truth. You know, all of that kind of shit. And not to say whether or not that's true or not, I'm just saying um, it doesn't look good. 
You know, uh, it doesn't look good that that's the situation. And then this who I got to defend myself from. And see, that, that's another thing with this internet shit. And, and I'm, you know, bruh, y'all got me defending myself like when I went through it. I'm thinking to myself, we done forgot what's going on. How you going to, who you got me defending myself through? But see, that's a, defending myself too. But see, that's a slippery slope because... If that is the way that we look at it, then you wouldn't have people like Eric Edward Snowden and, you know, those kind of whistleblowers on the government because they'll just make their image look bad. But we talking about more so people that know these people. And, of course, on Instagram and Shade Room, you're not going to know the people. Just allow them to, you know, if it sound about right, you know what I'm saying? And they talking about incurable diseases and all kind of old shit. So... It's just, man, she got a real, real, real lengthy history with, with, you know, doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Doing shit like that and um, tipping them to be in that situation is a hell of a thing, man. And um, also, just speaking on, you know, the relationship men and women have and how sometimes... uh, the man, I, I don't, I'm not sure that I see a lot of men celebrities that their wife is the manager. If if there are some, y'all give me some. But it's, it seems like every time a woman get rich, there goes some nigga can kind of, you know what I mean, put himself in a city. I'm your manager. And she going to go for it because he throwing, he laying dick in her. You see what I'm saying? So she going, he my manager. Because um, I saw, you know, in a recent thing what Wendy Williams was talking about. You know, her husband being a manager, I think almost, um, and I can't stop nobody game. It ain't my, my point. You no, know, it ain't my position to stop nobody game or nothing. But um, I think just having a, having your, your wife, I mean, your husband as your manager may not be a good idea. You know, um, for one, you, you ha- if he's your husband and, and y'all really, you know, get down. You 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 hold him into a regard of he post he gonna have your highest. He he gonna want the best for you. He gonna hold you in the highest regard. He gonna want the best for you. Um, and a lot of times, so when he say no to a deal, you really don't question that. Um, and and if you do, it can affect your personal life. You see what I'm saying? And then some dudes have a situation and, and they smart enough to be able to understand that you understand that this can affect not only this business shit, but us personally. And you don't really want to go down that path. You know, you want to stay clear of that. And so they kind of use that to their advantage. I, I don't, um again, if I had a daughter, I would advise not to let a husband or boyfriend be a manager. Um, and, and if that affects the relationship, I think that that speaks volumes in itself, you know, um, just like a lady with a business, if you meet the man and you already got a six figure business, ain't no way in the world he supposed to come right in, be with you for a while and take, you know, CFO or the company, unless he putting some game down, you know, and again, I got to watch how I speak, man, because, it ain't my job to bash men, but it also ain't my job not to, you know, uh, state the obvious. Because I don't have no arrested development in regards to understanding the game, you know. Um, so it's rough for me, man. And you see, you can kind of see me 
battle with it when you hear me talk. You know what I'm saying? Because I can really go on down through there and tell you exactly what it is and what and why it's there. You know what I'm saying? But I try to, you know, only say a little bit for the sake of the niggas that's putting that slant, that, that little shit down. I ain't really, you know, I just, I don't really fuck with it like that. Um, another thing, as I was speaking, and I want to get into it a little deeper. You know, I want to go a little deeper about the Joe Button Network TV or just Instagram, social media in general. Um, like I've seen guys make mistakes and, and, and let me bag up and tell you what I'm talking about. So as I'm, you know, just studying the game and looking at the landscape of social media and YouTube and um, video and audio and and um, just distributing content, right? I'm understanding that, and maybe this game will help some of y'all out there, you know. But I'm understanding that whatever you build your platform for, a nine, probably eighty five percent of the time, if it's outside of what you built it for, it don't get a fair chance. Now, there's some times where you can pivot, and depending on how you introduce it to the the audience, right, they can accept it a little more. Um, that's where you got to know how to use your star power for someone like a Joe Button, right? Um, and I'll, I'll get to the clubhouse shit, too. Let me jot that down. Let me jot that down right quick. But, so... Uh, let's just say I build my build my YouTube channel off uh, building, you know, uh, my YouTube channel off, you know, comedy fart jokes and shit like that, you know, bullshit like that. Let's say I build a YouTube channel off very simple comedy, and I've got it up to four million hits, right? And now there's a Joe Budden type character that's at the forefront of the the uh, the brand. Now, when I go off and I go from, you know, serving these people these type of jokes on this side to now I want to introduce, man, we got a little cooking going on on here now. The minute you upload that, you can tell the difference like that. It don't even take, it's like, boom, they not fucking with that. You see what I'm saying? Not, not fucking with it. You know, some of your lawyer fans, it's a slow burn. You know, um, but part of the reason why you uploading it on your channel like a Joe Button does these girl podcasts is so he can capitalize off the audience that he's already built. And that's why he went from calling it the Joe Button channel or Joe Button TV, which was he was kind of ahead of the curve. But now it's the Joe Button network and kind of giving you channels, you know, to look at and fuck with, you know, um. I think, uh, again, as I watch it, man, it, only these blog dudes are able to serve a bunch of shit because the people are there for that. People don't follow academics because of academics. They follow it because they know they're going to see something about Trey songs and they're going to read a little bit about when Kodak Black get pardoned. And motherfuckers over at Say Cheese because they're going to see what's going on in Florida. Plus, they're going to see what's going on in Houston. Now, Say Cheese has done a good job by being able to monetize it and, and get rappers to say, hey, you can get a look over here for this amount. 
But we ain't going to flood our channel. We're going to post two or three or four of these in the morning, two in the evening, two at night, maybe five a day. But we averaging 14 posts a day. So it's about 30% of our posts here that we dedicate to that. But it, on the other side for the business, it might be 50% of their income. You see what I'm saying? So that, that that that's what people are there for. They ain't. Now, people don't engage with that those songs the same as they do if he would post a Uzi Vert over at Say Cheese and things like that. Now, academics are starting to do it now, but act went a long time where you ain't getting no look on his platform unless you one of the big boys. Now he's monetizing his. I'm not sure how much of his income that is because he no longer works at Complex. But what I'm saying is those kind of pages... Um, are cool but if you notice academics on his page where he can get a million hits for talking about drake on youtube he uploads some music it does nothing they not there for that you see what i'm saying so it's a, it's a unique thing you gotta do how you gotta pivot and introduce this content to the new to the to the already uh Already established audience that you have on your platform. It ain't just uploading and they man, they fuck with me so tough they gonna fuck with that. No sir. No sir. There gotta be more done. You know? And so that's again when you see somebody say this or that, you gotta market this thing. So you see people that sign the Joe Budden and sign the Charlemagne and sign the whatever these um platforms is had the same struggles that we have down here independent yeah they uploading you there but man if you're not talking like i'm talking to where they can instantly say man i listen to dude dude sound all right like if it ain't just grabbing them and if you a fan of somebody like let's say you're a fan alone for me to spin off and give you somebody the total opposite of me like something like a woman on my on my uh, network I'm going to have to make sure she has a certain kind of personality that shines through the, the camera because y'all probably going to be over here listening for somebody with this same type of, you know, smoothness and twang. And she may be a totally different thing and she may not be appealing to y'all. So some kind of way I got to understand, OK, they here for me um, and not to be arrogant, but that there anything I jump on on here going to do good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if you upload just Rory by itself, it'll do good. I'm not sure. Or Ma or whoever. I'm not sure. But I'm just analyzing the game. This ain't personal to any, any one of them dudes. But I'm just saying sometimes you got to understand how to introduce these things to the audience. You know what I'm saying? Instead of doing these. Now, nothing's wrong with doing a promo video. But let me pull you over on the Joe Button podcast, call you a few times. Hey, you wrecked the show or something. You gotta you gotta introduce it to the audience in a way, man, that's more appealing than just sound found the new podcast. Boom. You know, you guys gotta put a little more into it. And that's just game from me to you guys. Um and, and when I went, cause I was just looking at Joe Button shit and saying, man, let me Examine the game. I went and looked at Charlemagne channel. Shout out Charlemagne, Joe Budden. Shout out Joe Budden, friends of the show. Shout out Wallow. Shout out Academics, friends of the show. All these people, but I'm critical of the information. So sometimes I got to address some of these things. I even watched Queens Flip and my boy Charleston White. Shout out Charleston White. But 
when I went and I looked and I looked at Joe's shit and I said, well, yeah, I see what he's doing here. You know, I see where he's trying to take the game. You understand me? I see what he's doing with the basketball. You know, um, when I when I looked, I said, man, uh, I said, man, uh, I ended up running across one of the interviews, uh, one of the pull-up interviews, because I haven't watched many of those. Again, I'm, I'm in and out with it. So uh, I watched the one with Lil Baby. And I must say, Joe Budden had, can, cannot, will not, and has not appeared to be in tune with the South at all. Man, it had to be one of the funniest motherfucking interviews, man. I, baby be talking to him. And he'll get some of the shit, but Baby be talking and going right over his head. And I'm like, he don't get what he's saying right there. And I can tell, you know how you can tell, you know how you can tell a motherfucker, man, these motherfucker trying to, you know, my homeboy got be dealing with it sometimes, man, on his page. I be coming under there talking. He might post something or we might say something like, man, these folks are hanging. You get caught with seven guns, you know, and then the motherfucker come up under the post. You know, God always said that we were going to be all going against, you know, just something that's kind of left field. You know what I'm saying? You on that nigga post talking about, you know you should you ain't po be eating no pork home, boy. That shit right there for man, I'm on this post talking about basketball. You understand? So I can understand by by what you how you answer that you don't understand what the what I just said. Nothing about what I just said you couldn't understand. You know what I'm saying? Now and then Joe Button looking at him, trying to really beam in on him and really pay attention, but he can't. I think that's one of his weaknesses. The South. Well versed up that way. Okay with the West Coast. But the South. When we go to talking and everything. Cause little baby's talking to him. And he responded. Oh I get what you said. Little baby was telling him man. I wasn't doing no show for 2000. Man I'm when I got 50 niggas with me. And my outfit cost 2500. I'm thinking man it's the same way. Cause. Man, for me to come out and do a show, I got to put that shit on. So how I'm going to put it on and come get 500 for a show? I'm not doing that. I'm not broke, so I can't do that. Now, I'm not knocking the hustle. You understand me? But all them $500 shows and $1,000 shows and $2,000 shows. Now, if you got me a weekend set up Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I can come get a seven, eight, nine, ten grand, I'll come do that. But the one show for the $1,500... Yeah, we can't. I ain't got that type of time. You know, the shit I'm wearing to get me there, the couple niggas I got with me, the stash spot. We got to drive the E cars because, man, you know what I'm saying? It's just saying, I got to sleep in the car for two nights because y'all wear it over here and I got to drive or I got to let them drive and I'll fly. You know, it's, it's just, it costing me too much to move around how I got to move around. You know what I'm saying? And then Joe Bunn holler. Man, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. I did $2,000 show for 10, 10 years. It's like, baby just kept going. Because he's like, he ain't, he, he ain't getting what I'm saying. You know, and we we fuck with Joe Bunn, but I can tell he don't fuck with the game. He don't even know Conway and them names apart. Like, he, you know, to be a media guy, you got to be a little bit more. He know they voice probably from the music. But he's sitting in front of one of them and got it wrong. So you got to understand, you know, um, you got to understand that, um, that 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 he really don't know. Now, 
Clubhouse. Joe Budden and Clubhouse. I told y'all last episode, um, Joe spends a lot of time on Clubhouse talking about nothing. But I can't tell Joe Budden, hey, man, come do an interview with me. I even pay you. He won't do it. But he get on Clubhouse and talk about bullshit. Sometimes if we... Now, first, you know, some people might have thought, man, we too busy to grab the phone and talk to me, man. Or, you know, I just got to wait till I can catch him and slow him down. If a nigga on this app all day, but you can't do an interview with somebody up and coming to give them a push, I just think I, I need to question what we're doing with our resources. You know what I'm saying? I made the correlation last last week, man. You don't see the white boys doing that. You ain't going to see Jay-Z on there. You ain't going to see Diddy on there. You ain't going to see certain people on. Charlemagne ain't getting on there. I'm not sure. Like, niggas not getting on there that this is their cachet, man. They not the, even the white boys. I see Tom Segura, Bert Christ, and they gonna watch the Super Bowl with you. They probably done paid Warren Sapp to be there, but they got five thousand people that's gonna watch it and pay fifteen, twenty, twenty five dollars. It ain't really costing them nothing. They just got to stream, put the TV up, talk shit, get some food. This is game, man. We got to do better with our resources, capitalizing for the, capitalizing off this shit to be able to. Pass something down. All this equity talk. All this big ownership talk. And we ain't pooling our resources on no type no type level. Why we ain't... If you... Now see... Everybody on that app this big shot. That you won't give a, a, a blog in your area or a podcast in your area interview. A 20 minute FaceTime or... Any type of game, but you can sit on Clubhouse all day. Now they had a billion, and niggas is saying this and that. And uh, I seen academics say that Joe Budden was mad about them being worth a billion. I didn't take it that he was mad. I took what he said as contradicting, though. I took what he said as, you know, as far as them being worth a billion. Well, I told people that... uh let, how do we invest and why? And people told me, you know, why do you got to talk about owning something all the time? Now, again, it speaks to what I'm saying. You know, that little time you're spending on there, man, you can really be building other men up, other women. Spend that on them podcasts you got. Call in over there. Now, I'm not saying I don't know what you're doing over there. I'm just saying that. I just I just think that we got to get a little more structure. I see it all the time. Just like the NBA got free agents. Just like the NBA go got scouts to go out to college. And they in every crevice of every basketball organization there is to make sure they ain't missing no talent. And they sometimes they still miss some. But if you look good on paper, they coming to see you. You see what I'm saying? And some people don't even look good on paper yet. They say, man, well, he just tall as a motherfucker. Send somebody down now. You see what I'm saying? And so it's just game. Understanding game, man. Understanding game. Um, and I had a question on my thing, on my on my on my Facebook, uh, Instagram, follow me F O G F O underscore Looney. Um, about I seen something happen up in Harlem, man, where 
a dude tried to talk to a woman and she didn't talk back and he damn near went to biting her eyes out. Now, he attacked her because she didn't want to talk with him. And I immediately thought about my mom and, and my loved ones and my old lady and just shit like I, I immediately thought about them because I said, man, just think. First of all, my response to that going to be vicious and it don't exclude nobody. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, just the idea that as a woman, you can't even turn a guy down without facing some kind of harsh behavior. Some kind of childish response. Some kind of emotional outburst. You know, the idea that you can't put yourself in a position to say, no, thank you. Or, no, I don't want to talk to you. Like, when I put it on my post, girls were saying, man, I give them niggas my Instagram just because... Just to give them some, just DM me. I don't be giving out my number, but just just giving them something to go off for, so that they don't feel like they're gonna get attacked. In what world is it not a safe place to get what you want, or deny what you don't need? In what world is it a is it a is it a is it okay when niggas is thinking that it's cool? To apply any kind of pressure because a woman do something other than what he would want her to do. Like, if I don't want your number, homie, what is that about? I got to get beat up. I got to get talk funky too because I don't want your number. Because I'm in a loving relationship, I got to get talk funky too. Or I got to get beat up or followed. Is that what we coming to? I got to send mines out saying, just play along. Call me and just play along. I'm going to escort you out of wherever you at. This to this, this where we at with it. In the middle of some black community, did what we doing to our own. So, so, so. And then sometimes it don't even got to be about I'm in a relationship. I just like, you light skin. I just like dark skin guys. Or you dark skin. I just like light skin guys. No, I'm sorry. Why we got to harm them about that? Why it got to be violence about some shit like that? Somebody got to help me understand in what world is it not cool to deny what you don't need? And how the fuck this happened now? Now, the response to that, you know, I seen a whole bunch of, and I didn't understand it. I didn't look into it, so I need to. But I seen maybe 500,000 people outside the store after that, like we won't stand for it, which is I'm with that. The store, what y'all was doing, y'all didn't intervene, call no police or nothing. I don't know. I didn't look into it. I'm just more so shocked and appalled. And took him back. Because you can't even say no to a guy nowadays. Can't even say, no, I'm fine. Without a nigga ready to kick your motherfucking ass. 
and beat you and, and say you got me fucked up. I got to have you. That's some internal shit. That's something going on internal. That ain't nothing that you just do, man. Some is 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 some is fucked up with that. You know what I'm saying? Some is really messed up with that, man. So um I just, you know, I just hope, you know, prayers to the beloved man and um we got to do some about shit like that. Like we come on, man. What y'all got going? Y'all nigga tripping. We ain't going down. We ain't going out like that now. Now we doing a lot of shit, man, but that ain't one um We going to let our we going to let our black women be able to say no. You understand me? If she don't want me, man, it's a million pretty black women, man. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, they they we losing black men to the prison system and to the grave. But as far as black women, man, it's a bunch of black women, man. Pretty black women, man. So we ain't going to force nobody to do nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, I reject that on all ten toes, man. And um, pray that minds don't ever see it. You know, because um, if they call me with those type of um, implications, you know, um, I just, I'm going to approach those with, um, with honor, you know, I'm going to approach those with honor, for real. And um, also speaking on women and relationships, a lot been going on with this type of shit. So this is a um, podcast, a long time. I mean, you know, we got a lot to speak about in regards to those things or just capitalizing off sex and things like that. They got, they have an OnlyFans guy um, that... Appeared to be giving fellatio to a transsexual. Uh, not sure if that's the way you said. Somebody educate me. Um, but appeared to be doing that on Twitter or on OnlyFans or whatever. Um, for what others would consider was for the money. Now for me, I'm not into that. No kind of way, shape, form, or fashion. You know, um, I think that... Um, Whatever your preference is, is your preference and it's your business. Um, but this nigga, this particular dude, man, done, he done had a lot of the bad bitches that y'all niggas seeing on that OnlyFans. He done fucked a lot of the bad bitches that y'all seeing on them OnlyFans. And I think part of the shock was like, man, we done seen him with all these different beautiful women. What the fuck was that about? You know, um, and then someone allegedly leaked a text where he said, "Man, the money got me going crazy. I done made two, I done made two million off of it." I think that he's, um, you know, I thought he already had some paper, so I didn't understand what he mean. I made two million. If I'm already having paper, I, you know, I ain't. The money shouldn't put me in a position to do things that's um. That I'm a later on blame on the money. You see what I'm saying? If I'm already having money, how I'm going to blame this on the money? You know what I'm saying? And um, and then they were saying that, you know, 
they were asking him. He was saying he wasn't gay. And my thing is, well, help me understand what gay is then. Because that's that's uh, um, what you were doing was something that can only be done to men and transsexuals that, ha- you know, I believe ha- haven't had the, the surgery. So what you're doing can only be done to a man. So how is you not gay is what, what confuses the fuck out of me. You know, either I don't understand some or something's missing now. You know what I'm saying? But uh, to advance that conversation, man, it seemed like money will make people do things that's like, to where you be like, man, did you just see what the nigga just did for the money? The boy sold out for the money. And y'all the same niggas that tell me y'all won't sell y'all soul? And y'all won't tell on nobody? I feel like if you'll do anything for money, you'll do anything to get out of trouble. You got to have some kind of boundaries about things. You see what I'm saying? If you ain't got no boundaries about nothing, you dangerous not only to me but to you. Because if you don't auto-correct, then somebody else going to have to correct you. You see what I'm saying? And when you ain't got no boundaries, it's hard to auto-correct. You get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, and, it, you know, just crazy to see the time that we in, man. And I think a lot of people had a problem that you were appearing or you were um, presenting yourself as a straight guy and then do some shit like that. So you got to ask all them girls that did come and sleep with you, were they okay if they knew that you would, you would do that too? That you would be with a transsexual and give fellatio. Okay, y'all knowing all that, y'all still coming over to shoot the films or what we doing, you know. But my um my whole thing always is give me an opportunity to say no. You know, um I come from a place where resources have always been limited, you know, and so um I need an opportunity to say no. I don't give a damn what it's about. You know, give me the chance to say no. Don't make no don't make no decision for me and say yeah for me. Don't throw nothing away, my old shirt, nothing. Don't do nothing without coming to me and ask me and give me a chance to say no about something that's mine or something that I got to deal with the consequences about or the repercussions for. You understand me? Give me an opportunity to say no about that. You know what I'm saying? And um I think that that's where the problem lied from what I gathered off the internet is that so many people were saying, well, nobody care about your sexual preference, homie. Um, some of these girls are just saying, had I knew that, I wouldn't have do th- I wouldn't have went and done no show with you. Or I wouldn't have went and created no content with you. You see what I'm saying? Because that disgusts me. Some girls are saying that from what I've seen. You see what I'm saying? So... You you gotta you gotta ask yourself you know um, when does it become a problem when you take away someone's ability to say no about something that affects them? I'm like that now. You see what I'm saying? You 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 might think that's a them some old you know that's an old shirt. Now nah, every time I put that shirt on, I hit the dice game. What you do with that shirt? Oh, I threw it away. It was an old shirt. No man. 
Man, I be hitting a dice game in that motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? So I'm one of them niggas that's, you know what I'm saying? You got to give me an opportunity to say no. Don't not make no decision for me. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just think money is an evil thing, man. You know what I'm saying? And you got to have some boundaries. If you ain't got no boundaries, man, you in trouble. You in trouble. Um, So I want to also talk about Charleston White versus Queens Flip. Um, and more of what y'all have heard me say, you know, um, of course y'all know I have an interview with Charleston White and I spoke to Queens Flip on, on Instagram live a couple of times and he saluted me. Um, I'm sure someone has a video somewhere out there. Um, but what, what I want to say about that is, is, um, even when I talk to Flip or when I talk to any one of these people or I talk about this game, because most people that's in position, you got your T.I.s down here, Jesus, with a new podcast. He's fighting the same fights. He's dropping them podcasts and getting phone 5,000 hits in a week. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm getting 15, so you have to understand, you know, what they said. Now, he did just start, you know. Um, but But, again, that's a different conversation. But... Just Charleston White and Queens flip on how um, the East Coast don't really reach down to the South and give a nigga no type of leeway or no type of um, help, you know. And that's why I think some people are critical of Charlemagne because you come from the South. You got to pull as many South motherfuckers up as you can um, because, you know, them the East ain't, they ain't really doing it. So Charleston basically, you know, came up. Uh, Queens Flip uh, flew him in, got him a hotel. You know, Charleston said he was um, at the airport waiting on the Uber. And, you know, he knew to New York. So he, he wanted niggas to come holler at him and introduce themselves. And, you know, take it upon themselves to do things like that. And, um, you know, just make yourself, make your presence known. You know, um, and they didn't do that. And Flip said he don't got time to do that. And he can't get you no weed. Now, speaking about the weed, if you tie it in with the street, man, you can get somebody to bring some weed up there, man. Like, I just thought that was a bit odd. You know, you can't give me no weed. And you you and you tie it in any kind of way with the, the web and the nitties and things like that. Like, you can't give me no weed. Like, damn, bro. None of your people can't hey, bring, them, bring them some weed up here. It's damn near legal in New Jersey. You can't give me no weed, huh? You know, but I guess that's a South thing. I'm not sure. But um, but even on top of that, there's a, there is a um, a line drew in the sand where we feel like that they don't reach out or help no nigga down here. And the ideologies are different. You know, um, the landscape is different. You know, um, a lot of things are different. Just our mentalities, the way that we look at life, the way that we embrace life, how we adapt to situations, um, what we'll take, what we won't take. You know, New York has became a melting pot. So they grow up with different type of individuals and they cool and you got so much going on up there. So it's a little different. Um but but Charleston kind of felt like, man, y'all didn't fuck with no nigga, and y'all really don't fuck with no nigga, and just kind of was putting it out there about the South and the East. Um, and I don't know what it is, especially in this game. I, I rarely see South niggas 
on any of these lives or podcasts or any of this shit unless you need a nigga. Man, don't you know? That's why I be saying niggas like Young Thug and all them type niggas, they supposed to be coming down here fucking with this up there podcast because I'm in the South. All these respect, you know, everybody, but I got to call a spade a spade. All these East Coast and these million dollar worth of game and these Joe Budden podcasts and all this, you know, Queens flips and these shits wouldn't embrace niggas if niggas wasn't selling out arenas. If it was 20 years ago in 1997, they wouldn't give a South nigga interview. You trying to get yourself on the same way in the podcast. You don't see. They not reaching out to Loon Loon doing all this good game he putting down. All this money he done invested. Niggas ain't reaching out in no type way. You see what I'm saying? Because if they can avoid using and dealing with a South nigga, it seems that that's what they'll do. You know what I'm saying? Because... Listen, it ain't too many niggas on this side of the world gonna talk like this, gonna be able to articulate like this. So when you when you put yourself in that situation and say, I've offered money to these folk to say, show any type of information that can help a nigga, and they won't do it. You see what I'm saying? So fuck them. And that's the approach a nigga gotta have. Cause if a nigga don't, then what? I'm just gonna keep waiting. On y'all to fuck with this shit down, man. We build our own shit down here. You know what I'm saying? We build our own shit down here. And um, even with Tip, Tip and them done created no avenue for this shit. They just get they check and move on. They don't say, man, I need you to... I'm putting one or two more podcasts, young niggas on, or young podcasts, or new shows on. They not doing that. Really ain't nobody doing that, so it's going to be my job to... Get in that game and understand, man. Look, man, we gotta funnel this shit. We gotta funnel this shit. The underground railroad, this shit. You know what I'm saying? And you see niggas in Tennessee doing that. You see what yo got it doing. You see what I'm saying? All in this little region, Tennessee, Kentucky, this and that. You trying to Memphis? He just trying to make it where we funneling this shit down through here. You know what I'm saying? And I just think, man, um, we got to have more structure with what we doing. You know, and Charleston and Queensville have been going at it. Uh, WAC 100 done jumped in it. You know, I'm going to talk to Charleston about that here soon. Um, you know, when 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 I get him back on the show. Um, but 2021, very eventful year for the show, man. Very eventful, eventful year for the podcast. It's going to be a hell of a thing going on. So y'all just stay tuned with me and fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Also, um, last topic, or maybe last topic, I want to talk about the the football player Chad Willer. And I'm going to read a press release um, about what happened with him concerning his girlfriend and the NFL. This is from CNN. Offensive lineman Chad Willow faces charges of felony domestic violence and has been waived by Seattle Seahawks. Now, this is a lot of time after the situation happened. Um, and this is directly from CNN. Now former Seahawks player Chad Willow was arrested Friday on suspicion of felony domestic violence after an incident at a residence in a Seattle suburb, pol- police and court records say. The incident 
began at around 9.44 Pacific time in Kent, Washington, according to Kent Police Department. According to court documents, prosecutors said Willer viciously attacked the victim in her bedroom, strangling her at times with both hands. Willer is also accused of strangling the victim twice until she lost consciousness. The victim texts friends and family saying to call 911. According to King County Prosecuting Attorney Office and police officers who arrived in forced entry after hearing someone screaming inside. An officer attempted to use a taser to subdue Willer with little effect. That means they hit him with the taser. He kept, yeah, that white boy kept pushing. Willer faces charges of first-degree domestic violence, assault, domestic violence, unlawful in prison, and resisting arrest. He will enter a plea at his arraignment Friday, February the 9th. Willer, a third-year offensive lineman, wrote on Twitter, events happened over the weekend that transpired from a manic episode. Appearing in court where his bill was set at 400000 according to the court documents. The documents say Willer's father addressed the court, though minutes of hearings do not indicate what he said. Um, so I don't know how he did it then. But Willer was released on bail Tuesday morning. Jail records show he is prohibited from having contact with a woman, according to court documents. Willer's lawyers told CNN in an email they're looking for into the incident and cannot comment until we have completed our investigation. Um, Willer also apologized for the turmoil that I have caused to my family, teammates, fans, and those closest to me and said he's truly a saint. It's time for me to walk away from football and get the help I need to never pose a threat to another, Willer said. I want to just talk about the lack of and the very different approach the NFL had with this situation versus uh, with anything concerning concerning the African American, um, African African American athlete of the National Football League, um, with us, uh, Black African Americans, uh, their response is prompt, um, is sometimes unwarranted, um, it's sometimes without sympathy or empathy. Um, and it's sometimes very uh, aggressive. Um, in this situation, uh, their approach was lackluster, uh, minute, uh, very, very lackadaisical, and um, a dollar late. I mean, a day short, a day late and a dollar short. Um, You see what I'm saying? Um, And I just wanted to point that out, man, because it's a a space where when you're a black man, you can just clearly see the difference in how things happen. Um, These people don't care nothing about the nigga, man. They just, the black man is, 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 he's undervalued, he's underappreciated. Um, and he's definitely overlooked, um, and he doesn't have the uh, luxury of making mistakes in which women and children and white men uh, seem to have uh, a chokehold on that. Um, and then for me, I just want people to really, really examine how they handle that, and and in the days coming forward, you'll also be able to see... Uh, 
even how the pictures that they pick, how they're depicting them. You know, when they come to us, they always get a jail picture or a picture with a gun or a bandana. Um, with them, they just seem to always find an old good yearbook picture, you know, or something like that to put them in a situation to look uh, non-aggressive as they can as they fight the court of public opinion along with the the legal side of things. Um, but again, this has been another episode of It's Up That Podcast, man. I appreciate y'all for watching. I'll see y'all next week. Thank you. Follow me, FOGFO Looney. Donate at anchor.com slash it's up there podcast. Follow my Instagram, I mean, follow my YouTube, FOGFO TV. Like, subscribe, comment, tell somebody about the game I'm putting down over here. This up there podcast. See your active and attractive host for another one. Go. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.